Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today's episode of the Nick Bob Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. When it's time to get some new windows or new door, you got to go with Pella. Why? Well... First of all, because they can provide window and door solutions to literally any home. And the people are fantastic. Clint, Steve, Vince, Brian, everybody there, total studs. And you know what else is great? The peace of mind and knowing you're going to be working with Pella and only Pella the entire time. Do you realize that when you work with some other window companies, I won't name names, all of a sudden questions pop up like, who's installing it? And it's like, well, now you got to call them. They're going to do that. Who's going to pre-finish it? That doesn't, that's not us. You got to call someone else for that. And before you know it, you're working with like four or five different people. Ugh. You want the convenience and simplicity of working with one company, not three or four. That is Pella. Check them out on the web. Pella Omaha. Dot com. That's PellaOmaha.com. All right, on the pod today, uh, Mitch Ballock, Creighton sharpshooter, uh, Creighton senior to be. Uh, wanted to check in with uh, with Mitch. Uh, we spoke last time we spoke to Mitch on the pod was right when uh, right when when I got back from New York, and obviously I was with Mitch in New York because it was a Big East tournament, and they had just shut down the NCAA tournament. They shut down the NBA. It was like everything had just broke, and we kind of recapped the season, and I got such good response from my conversation with Mitch that I immediately said, I got to get this guy back on the pod. I mean, there's some guys that are just uh, you know fun to talk to and pick their brain on different things, and Mitch certainly falls into that category. But, you know, I feel like it was, I wanted to get a player's perspective on what this entire three months, three and a half months have been like in terms of you know trying to find a gym, trying to work out, trying to stay in shape, trying to work on your game, trying to stay in touch with your teammates, trying to do class, and then also you know what? Is, how hard has it been being just a college kid during this time socially? Like. I've had conversations with some of my friends about like when what period of your life do you think this this pandemic would have been the most challenging, you know? And on, I always said my answer was college. Like right when you kind of gain your independence and you're on your own and and being social and hanging out and meeting different people and seeing different people and all those things are at like the height, you know? Like there's nothing better than your social life in college. And so my answer was always like, yeah, probably like, you know, when I was 19, 20, 21, 22 years old, and that's Mitch right now. So I wanted to kind of pick his brain on what that's been like too. Um, So, you know, Mitch was fantastic. Uh, And uh, warning on this. So we did this via Zoom uh, because it's always nice to be able to see the person when you're talking to him. Mitch's connection wasn't great at times. Apparently the internet in Eudora, Kansas is not up to speed in, in, at times. So just a, a, a warning to when you're uh, when you're listening to this, there's going to be a few times that you know Mitch cuts out or the audio gets you know it sounds funny. By just wanted to warn you. By now we've all done enough zooms during this pandemic that we all know what that is like. Uh, but sometimes I know for me, if I'm listening to an interview or I'm listening to a podcast, it helps me to know going in 
if the connection's going to cut out at times or whatever. But this was still a really good conversation. Uh, it, it, it's very interesting, but I just wanted to warn you that the, the internet connection at times for, for Mitch's in via Zoom wasn't perfect. He cut out a little bit, but it was still fantastic. So let's get to it, man. Without further ado, here is uh, the Creighton Sharpshooter, uh, Mitch Bowers. He's Mitch Ballock. Uh, he's the sharpshooter from Eudora, Kansas. Uh, and Mitch, I would start with a simple, like, how are you doing? But how are you? Such a loaded question now with how crazy life is. But are you doing okay? Life going all right for you? What's uh, what's, what's going on with you, man? Yeah, everything's going well. Uh, can't really complain much. Just right now, I'm actually back in Eudora. Uh, picked up a couple shifts because I need some money to <laughs> To live life now, you know, not being on campus with a meal plan kind of hits your pockets a little different. Okay, where are you working? So, what's 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 paying the bills right now for for Mitch? It's it's a GM plant. It's called Jack Cooper. So I, it, it's like a GM plant, and then we work like it's like the cars come off the assembly line, and then I park them, and then the loaders put them on the trains and ship them out. So look at you, look at you, man. trying to get some trying to get some money, man. <laughs> Okay, so you're back because it's funny. I, I, the last time you and I talked, we had just got back from New York. The NCAA tournament was canceled, NBA was canceled, and then you know the quarantine, social distancing thing all kind of took took hold here. Where have you been for the last three months? You've been mostly back at home in Kansas. Have you been in Omaha? Like, where have you been for most of these three and a half months? Uh, for the majority, I've been in Omaha. Uh, just kind of working out with those guys. I've, I've been working out at the factory uh, just because it's good. It's a good spot, and I can get away and kind of go my own time. And then working out with Coach A since June 1st when, when the NCAA allowed us to. So other than that, I've just been in Omaha, and then I came home for a little bit. So I'm going to stay here till after the 4th. Okay, so you, you mentioned I, I was. You mentioned working out. Like how hard has that been? You know, find, finding finding a gym – finding someone to get good work in with like what's what has that been like throughout this process because obviously you're a gym rat and you like you can't just sit around for three months you got to keep on working what's that been like for sure uh it's actually been pretty good for me personally um i've had like like i said the factory i don't know if you've heard of that place yep. it's off 144th uh in between probably tw- 20 minutes outside of omaha or downtown and so I've been working there. They have a gym. They have a good setup for me, and they just use, let me use the weights and whatever, the court, whenever I need. And then since I've been home, uh, I actually have a trainer I used to work out with in in, uh, in high school that I've been in the gym with. So we've been working on some different things that just to help me for next year and just to focus on. Uh, but the weight side of it's actually been very beneficial. Like June, once June first came, then I was able to work out with uh, the strength coach. Right. So every since I mean, we were. I had two weeks with him and then I left. So he just kind of got my body feeling well, like feeling really good. And then back to where I was at during the season because I started to stiffen up and all that. So it's been pretty good my way. I haven't really had that many restrictions. I mean, I haven't been able to use the facilities. And I mean, you're not getting the open runs with people because it's not allowed. But uh, everything else has been going pretty well. So I've actually been very been, uh I've actually had been in a good situation to get some work in. Okay, how hard is that though? With like, okay, so you know, there's only so many one-on-zero workouts you can get in to feel like you're really improving. How hard has it been to to work on your game, but then not be able to like take what you're working on 
and implement it into a five-on-five pickup game situation like that. I mean, to think this is probably the longest you've gone in your whole life, dang near, without playing five-on-five competitively consistently. Yeah, it definitely has been. And, I mean, there's no there's no basketball shape unless you're really, like, playing five-on-five. You know what I mean? Like, you can always stay in shape a little bit, do the best best you can to really not really have that much rust to, I don't know, to rust off, you know? Yeah, right. Whatever they say. So, it's, it's pretty difficult just because you like to add things and then try them uh, so you're not just doing things crazy in the game. But right now, I'm just – really focused on strength and I'm trying to get my vertical back and you know, defensively just trying to slide a little more, like just stay with guys a little better. And I haven't been able to see if I have improved in that area, but I right. think I definitely have just because at the end of workouts, I kind of have some legs. I can go up and dunk the ball every once in a while. So look at you. It feels good. So in that, in that sense, I'm, I'm getting more powerful and more explosive, but from a game standpoint, I don't know if the stuff you're, you're putting in really like, you can't really test it. Like you said, so, right. It's pretty difficult in that sense. What are you doing? Are you, are you in constant communication with Jeremy, the the strength coach? And you, you, you know, I've talked to you a little bit on on road trips, talking about how much you feel like Jeremy has helped your body and helped how you feel. What are you in constant communication with Jeremy and him, kind of giving you a plan on what to do? I know since June first, you've been able to kind of work with him a little bit. But what what is what is what does the off season look like in terms of the new strength coach and Jeremy, who's been here for about a year now? Yeah, he just well, we haven't we haven't been with him for an extensive period of time. Like myself, I haven't because he came in the middle of summer, and then we were getting into prep for Australia, and then we were in Australia, and then the off season. Obviously, this happens, so I haven't had like an, an extensive period of time with him. So I was really looking forward to this summer. That's why I was up in Omaha. So I was working out with him for a little while, and then they shut us down completely for about a month. I wasn't working with him, but he talks to us continuously kind of he just says text a picture of what you have for a gym situation and he'll modify our workouts to what we have but like i said before i have i mean i have a lot of stuff there are a couple days where i don't have what i need to to do some things that's on my sheet and on my workouts so he'll modify it and, and put in different movements and different uh lists to make up for that stuff i'm losing but for the most part it's been pretty good and and I just like I'll tell him the day before, hey, I don't have this. Can you swap something in? Or hey, I have a question on this. How do we do this? And he'll show me. So he's been really good. He's been really responsive and just updates it as I go because I've been moving around and jumping around and in different places. I right. have different situations. So he's been doing a really good job just communicating. And then as long as you talk to him, I mean, he'll make it work because he's smart enough to do that. I know last year I think your your offseason focus was was finishing around the rim, different creative scoop shots, different, you know, opposite foot, you know, different things. And I think it helped a lot. Like you were a much better finisher at the rim. Do you have an emphasis? Like have you been like this offseason? It's it's this that I'm really working on. What has been the main focus on the court? Right now I'm doing a lot of like if you if you watch NBA games, I mean Doug is especially they put and then a lot of like those transition, secondary transition, that that high that color screen at the top of the key and coming off shooting that. I'm shooting a lot of those, and then on the defensive, a little quicker. And I, and a lot of that's strength stuff with Jeremy. And he's been working on that with me and just opening up my hips and, and allowing me to sit lower in a, in a stance and and just kind of get better on the defensive end. That's really my main focus and. And then if I can just maintain everything that I've put in on the offensive end, 
and just keep at that and keep trying to perfect that and then carry along and bring my defense along, uh, then it'll be good. So I'm trying to get back. I, I'm going to go. I'm actually going to go back to Omaha Monday, Wednesday to work out with him just to kind of because when you don't see him for 12, 12 or 13 days, my hips start to get tight and my yeah. leg, my body starts to tighten up. So I'm going back up to see him and I'm fortunate enough. So it's, it's only a three hour drive. So I can go quick, go back, see him a couple of days and then I'll be, be right back to the sixth. Then I'll start working out with him again <laughs> full time. So it'll be good. What how hard is it like? What's it been like for being a leader and not being able to be around the entire team? Like, that's got to be really hard in, in working out together, playing together, building that chemistry, all those things that are so important for a, the success of a team. Like, have you guys done a bunch of group chats, a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of different Zoom calls or anything like that? What What has that been like in terms of being able to stay in touch with your teammates during this time? Yeah, it's, it's definitely tough, and there's kind of a fine line you have to – it's it's kind of like – I mean, you don't want to over-talk to people, yeah. you know, because they're at home with their families, and they're, they're on their own regimen. They're doing their, their own thing. They're, but just kind of checking in, see how everything's going, like what we're doing right here, and just stuff like that. In the course of a week, like I actually just got off the phone with Jet, was talking to him a little bit. I talked to Marcus last week because we were – Marcus and I were talking when we are going to go back to school and, and get back into our routine but i told him i was going to stay till the six so so just stay home with his family and he's gonna he decided to stay home with his family and just enjoy this time because i mean at the end of the day we haven't had this time right. to this extensive period of time to be with family so it's good in that sense but just kind of staying together we do a couple zooms uh we've actually been talking in our group message to try and get a just all players on the zoom and just talk, see how everybody's doing and catch up. So we'll probably do that later this week. Uh, I'd assume. And then, but other than that, it's been, it's been kind of difficult. You kind of just pop in and it's hard to, you never know what people are doing. Everybody's on different schedules. So it's hard to get a time to find to like sit down and chat for five minutes, but usually you can text back and forth and it's, it's been good. So hopefully we can keep that chemistry, you know, like we had last year and just bring those other guys off, uh, along with it and just pick the ball up and go and so you've had no school right like there's been no online stuff have you had no school since mid-march no i've we everything went online we okay. had that we had because we were on spring break so then they had an extra week they gave us an extra week just to, for the teachers to go to the online platform so we finished out and then some guys i think we finished like may 8th or something and then some of the players started classes for the first session, uh, May 11th. And then I started May 15th. So I'm in a class till July 31st. Gotcha. And a lot of guys are, some guys go till like middle of August. So just all online. And it's, I mean, it's kind of hard. It's kind of difficult because there's just a lot to, a lot to watch and a lot to read and a lot to keep up on. Cause when you're not getting the lectures, the, the teachers have to supplement something. And right. I mean, it's been kind of difficult, but at the end of the day, it's pretty, it, I mean, it's easy if you stay up on it. It's just like anything. Hey guys, quick break to talk to you guys about Pella windows and doors. And I, I want to make sure that you guys understand that Pella windows of Omaha and Lincoln, they're following CDC guidelines uh, during this coronavirus situation. They can safely serve any of your window and door needs in the showroom or in your home. All the employees at Pella and the customers are completing a COVID-19 questionnaire as provided by the CDC prior to entering the showroom, entering the office, and uh, any uh, potential 
customer's home and all the employees are required to self-quarantine for a recommended 14 days. If uh, that individual comes into contact with someone who's tested positive, if they traveled anywhere outside of the Omaha Lincoln area, bottom line, they are taking all the necessary precautions to make sure that they are safe and you are safe so you can safely move forward with your window and door needs. And uh, on top of all that, as a result of all this stuff with the coronavirus, uh, Pella is offering temporary special financing options. They are now available. So man, now is the time to take advantage of these special rates and uh, put that value back into your home, and you have that peace of mind knowing that all the necessary safety uh, protocol and precautions have been uh, put into place by Pella, so you know the whole time you can feel safe. Give Pella a call, 402-493-1350, or check them out online at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. What's this been like being a, a college kid in terms of, socially like let me tell you Mitch I'm 36 years old I got a four-year-old daughter I got a pregnant wife who's due in a week so for me to sit at home and not do anything hasn't been that tough and it hasn't been terrible but for someone like you in college you know obviously you're a basketball player you want to work on your game but like a part of college is like hanging out going to parties being with people how hard has it been socially for you um for me personally, I mean, I, I'm like you. I like getting out. I like talking to people. Yeah. I like building relationships with people. I don't like sitting in my room. I can't really, can't really do that. So I really struggled at the beginning because it was like it was just different. My life was different. Um, and then as as stuff started to kind of get back to a little bit of normal normalcy, I was in. I started finding a gym, and then I could kind of keep my mind at ease when you when you when you start working out again and when you start finding the gym. But that social aspect, like you said, like that campus life, you don't get it. And it's definitely, there's a void there, but you just have to try and do things and, and communicate with people to try and fill the void and, and do, do the best you can. But it's, it's definitely been difficult. And I mean, with Marcus coming back, working on his knee, I would hang out with Marcus a little bit after his two week quarantine, you know, so, right. so that was funny, but <laughs> that's just, once he got back, we kind of, I mean, we, we did things that we've never done before. We went fishing and, and we had a bunch of time to go do things. So it was kind of nice because we just kind of got to go off and do what we want uh, just in life and in, in like space, you know, we had right. nature and we could do things. So, so that was nice. But other than that, it's been pretty difficult. Yeah. I, I mean, I think one of the, one of the truths of life is like, if you, if you lose something or the threat of losing something makes you appreciate it even more if you get it back or if you have it at all. And like everything with this, this pandemic like that's all encompassing, whether it's me and you who love basketball, like I bet you would love nothing more than to go to practice and do your least favorite defensive drill just because, damn it, I'm with everybody. I'm with my team. I'm back and, and, and it's normal. And, and same thing socially. Have you found perspective in that? Like, man, I would give anything to have just a crazy day of class, a hard practice, just so it could be back to normal and back to what things were. Like if you find yourself yearning and appreciating life and basketball more. Yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely go into practice and do 20 minutes of five ball closeouts right now. <laughs> I'd do a talk drill, dive on the floor, whatever, whatever we need to do. Just get my knees, whatever. But I mean, like in, in terms of coping with the situation and like coping with, 
like everyday life, how you your approach. I think guys' approach and like attitudes are definitely going to change. And if they don't, I mean, that's 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 your fault. You know, yeah. you control what you can control. But the one thing I focused on when I was, I mean, when life was normal and we didn't have anything to worry about, uh, was just approaching the day like like just to win it. Like our we a lot of us in the locker room just say win the day. You know, so. I think we got that from Oregon. I think Oregon started doing that, Oregon football. So we just were like, let's get it. Let's win the day. So we we go in and kind of had a positive attitude. And, and the more positive people are, the more the more fun it is. And that, that stuff that stuff wears off on one another. And, and, the, and the culture and the atmosphere is just a whole lot more fun to be a part of. So we did, a, we did a really good job. We didn't really take – I mean, some days you have bad days. You know how it is. You've been yep. in college. You were, you were an athlete. Yep. You have bad days, and, and you just have to minimize those and just – your approach has to has to be the same, but I think I think when we come back, guys are definitely going to be itching to get back and get back into the flow of things. And I think it's definitely going to it's there's just a different perspective because at the end of the day, when something's taken away from you for about five months at least mm-hmm. right now, and and it's just not the same. I mean, it kind of you kind of start to think about how how good we had it, you know, like we we had everything we had and we were on campus and with a meal plan. And then when you take that meal plan away and you're starting to pay for your food, I mean, you start to, <laughs> you start to really appreciate what's going on around there when you don't have it. So I definitely, I definitely will have a different outlook and my mentality will be a whole lot different yeah. just around everyday life and campus life. So definitely. It, okay. So there's a, uh, I want to ask you about Tyshawn, you know, because there's one guy that, that won't be back when you guys all get back together. That's always a really hard spot for a teammate and someone in your situation where it's like, you want what's best for your, for your boy, for, for Ty. You want what's best for him. You also want to support him and what, what he wants, but you also know that if he leaves, that's probably not best for the team and, and what you guys could maybe do next year. Like, how did you see that decision? Did you guys, did you just give him space and say, Ty, this is 100% your decision? What was that like? Because he's obviously signed with an agent and he's entered the draft and he's, uh, he's right. moving on to bigger things. Yeah, every, I mean, like you said, I think you hit it on the head. You kind of just, I mean, he's my guy. He's yeah. been my guy since, since even before we got on campus. So when we stepped on campus, you know, we both had a dream to, to do what we wanted. I mean, we both had a dream and, and that was our, our everyday life is going to determine whether we make, make it happen or not. And Ty did an unbelievable job and he kept getting better every year. So when you see a guy like that in the draft and, and hopefully reach his dreams, you just want to support him and, and give him, wish him all the best. But when I was talking to him early, I talked to him early, like before, uh, I don't know, January. You know, you kind of think about it, you're playing well and you just kind of yeah. conversations like that happen, you know, it's just what it is. And I'm just saying, hey, do what's best for you. And I'm sure I'm sure Mac had the same conversations with him, like, hey, we could do this with you. But at the end of the day, it's your it's your decision. So having a guy like that, I mean, leading leading scorer on your team, I mean, it's tough to it's tough to replace and it's tough to move on with a guy without a guy like that. But at the end of the day, we have we have weapons to do that. And I mean, we have a guy, I mean, Antoine will come in and fill that void, hopefully, and he'll do everything in his power to be – I mean, he's really good, really yeah. talented. So when you have a guy like that, when you lose a really talented player and you gain a really talented player, hopefully we can we can just cancel it out. In the basketball world, man, there's turnover all the time. You know, when we think about, you know, next year, there was an announcement of a certain game on the schedule. 
and that is yeah. playing at Kansas in <laughs> Allen Fieldhouse as a guy that is yeah. from Kansas, Eudora, Kansas. KU's in the back. It, it, you're in the backyard of the of Rock Chalk Jayhawk country. What, what, give me the emotions when you saw and got the news that it's going to be Creighton at KU sometime, I think, in December, early December. Yeah, it hasn't really sunk in yet, you know. And during this time when they released the schedule, I was in Eudora, and I was actually – I went golfing, like just a little course. We went golfing with my head coach. He was pumped up, you know, just because it's you don't get to play at KU much, you know. Right. Especially the situation that I'm in and, and just kind of my journey and, like you said, in the backyard. So when I saw it on the schedule, it was just – uh, it was kind of crazy and I don't, it hasn't sunk in it's not going to sink in until I'm standing on the court that's just how it right. goes uh, but I I think it would be a great opportunity I hope there's 16,000 people in there uh, to go wild I think it would be fun just to add add to the college basketball experience you know yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I'm ecstatic. I think it'd be awesome, and obviously the ultimate. You want know, you want to you leave Allen Fieldhouse with a W. Not many teams do. It's tough to do, but I mean, we're gonna have talent to do it. So it'll be fun. I just hope 16,000 people can be in there and everything's normal, and we can we can get after. Amen it. to that. It Amen <laughs> to that. I, I a little rapid fire to kind of get you uh, get you out of here. Uh, appreciate you taking some time out here. Uh, give me this one's not like a, a short answer, but did you watch the Jordan documentary? I'm curious as a basketball lover, did you watch The Last Dance? Did you watch it? What did you think of the Jordan doc? I did watch the Jordan doc. I got a couple. I got behind a couple Sundays, so I had to watch it on Tuesdays or whatever. So I wouldn't get on Twitter or anything <laughs> to see what spoiler. people were talking yeah. about. You know how that is. Yep. But my my biggest thing is just. Uh, he's a killer. Like, dude's a dog. Like, yeah. whatever. So I think I think the quote that really stood out to me, I mean, especially in today's game, like, I mean, it's all different. There's different science behind the body and different all, all, all that. But it was a quote that Roy Williams said when he was in college. He's like, he's like, some guys turn it on and off. But he's like, Jordan, he's, oh, no, no, no. He said, there's one player that can turn it on and off. And he's like, and that's Michael Jordan. He's like, but it, he never turned it off. Right. And I was like, stuff like that. I mean, when you hear about that, a guy that just every day shows up in his approach, he leads by example. I think that screams volumes to people, especially young people, just to kind of see that, especially not that he wasn't our day, you know, like yeah, he was retired before I was even watching basketball. So when you miss that and you kind of hear the stories and hear the people talk about it, it's just unbelievable. And I mean, in today's game also, uh, this is another part, just a different part that I think about from like a leadership aspect. And from a approach to your teammates, I think I don't think that would be successful today because guys, guys today, you have to know who to go at and who to who to really not go at, yeah. for lack of a better term. You have to know how to talk to people because everybody responds to things differently. And I think if you go at people like that, I think some some might shut down. You might not, you know what I mean? Yes. You might not get the response that you're looking for. And in good conscience, you know, you're looking, you want the best for the, for the team and you want the best for that guy, but sometimes that's not the best way to do it. But I think it worked for him and yep. it definitely, I mean, and it definitely worked for him. He won six times. So, but I just don't think that an approach like that from a leadership standpoint is beneficial for the team, beneficial for each individual. So that was my take on that. But at the end of the day, he's a killer he and he's a, high level. He is an assassin, man. He is, he is I mean, a he's, total assassin. Yeah, did you? And that's like, the thing. Like, I never. I, here's here's the thing. After all these, I know everybody likes to debate stuff. I don't like debating it. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Kobe guy through and through. That's just how it goes. But I think I, I I was talking to somebody and they said Jordan 
they said LeBron is probably the better over, like he's the better overall player, but Jordan is the best player ever. If that makes any sense, yeah, no, it does. You can kind of, yeah, Jordan can do it all, but Jordan's just gonna win. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I, so I, agree. I like I like that, and I, I like I, I like this winning at all costs. You know, sometimes you just gotta make people uncomfortable and get out of your own comfort zone. Cause like down the stretch, he was always uncomfortable and he just always came up clutch. Dude just, yeah. He delivered. He just delivered. So you, I think that's big time. Are you going to think twice about ordering a, a pizza the night before you're playing at like Villanova or something like that now after the pizza flu game? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, after some of those restaurants, I'm ready to go to bed. I hear, I'm in a food coma. I'm in a food coma. So I think, I think we're good if we pass on that. All right, uh, if you could... I, I was just about to say, I don't think Creighton University is at the Michael Jordan level in, in his 90s. I don't think so. You, you you, never know. You better be careful, Mitch, when you're on the road, man. That's all I'm saying after this. Uh, exactly. If, if you could steal a basketball skill from one of your teammates, what basketball skill would you steal and who would it be from? That's a good one. Like teammates right now, or yeah, yeah, or right what? now. Let, let's. I mean, let's say last year, the 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 team last year and and the team right now. So you could say you if you want to take Tyshawn something, you can. If you want to take, okay, whatever. Yeah, you can. You, you go ahead. I'd steal Reese on ball defense and just his his knack for just being a pest. Yeah, you know, like I like I like the way. He, I mean, he can pick up ninety four feet and and stay in front of the dude. And I think I think if I was able to do that and really lock up, I think I could be a pro. You know, mm-hmm. so I definitely feel. I maybe I'll work with him to get a little trade off. I'll give him some. De- I'll give him my my jumper, and he'll give me some defense. It'd make both of you better. You think you'll go for that? I think I think I think it's genius. I wish there was a way you could yeah, make that's a deal. What I'm yeah, go to the go to the basketball gods and be like, all right, Baz- Doctor Naismith. Uh, give me give yeah. give Reef about ten percent of my jump shot. Give him about give me about ten percent of his defense. We'll call it even right there. We're good. With with this with this Space Jam too, I'll hit up LeBron and be like, "Yo, let me get out on this." <laughs> that's a perfect answer. I wasn't sure where you're gonna go with it, but that's that is uh that's perfect. What uh <laughs> what best player you played against in college so far? Ooh, that's a good one. Best player, I go. I don't know. In the conference, I'd honestly say – I just think Jalen Brunson – I have a lot of respect for Jalen Brunson. That's, yep, yep. I, I think in, in the conference, I thought he was the most solid, just overall college player you'll, you'll, you've seen. You know, like he's he's one of those guys you see every decade, you know. I just have a lot of respect for him. Cause it's a good answer. That, that would have been – I'd say overall player, I'd probably say Jalen Brunson. I think it's a good that answer. Really that, I mean, that whole team was really good. Yeah, the team was really, really good. Mitch, we'll wrap it up. Go get ready to do your thing, so you can, uh, so you can, so you can make some money to eat some Jimmy John sandwiches or something like that. Man, this was fun. Right. We'll, we'll, hey, we'll catch up. Let's do this again right before the season starts, and uh, and and hopefully everything's back to normal, and you're doing defensive drills and skinning your knees and all that stuff, man. For sure, that sounds good. I'll be I'll be in the corner with Reed, teaching him how to shoot, and he can teach me how to guard. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. I love it. Good call. Thank you, Mitch. All right, my thanks to Pella Windows and Doors. If you're thinking about a new window or a new front door, now is the perfect time. Give Pella a call at 402-493-1350 or check them out online at PellaOmaha.com. We will see you next time on the Nick Bob Podcast. Production.